shit, dancing. Yeah, bitch, I make it sing like opera. Harlem shaking, my mistake ain't through the cucaracha. The tennis dancing on my neck, I make it through bachata. I went from noodles, now a nigga eating steak and lobster. And I'm a fool, baby. What we gon' do, baby? Baby, hold on. What we gon' do later? Yo, yo, I go by money. It's your boy Fari. And we are the Not For Nothing podcast. Today we got a special guest with us. Nia. Wait, before. (laughs) Can can I say your gov? Nah, I'm going to go by Nia. Okay. Nia is here, a.k.a. Shmoney Coach. (laughs) Yo, you can't get at that, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, Nia, how you doing? How you been? I've been good. You know, it's been a roller coaster of what? Two and a half, three years out of college. So yeah, definitely a lot to talk about on that one. But very blessed, very blessed to be here. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you for coming. Yeah, no doubt. How y'all doing today? Chilling, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Hungry. Ain't you just get food? I ain't get for myself. Mm. Why not? Got to put the siblings first, and plus we on a t- in time, man. I, I ain't want to waste oh, no more time. Yeah, I feel you. So I just got that quick for them. Oh yeah, after the episode. Got you. All right. So today, today. Very special, very special episode. We're talking about money today. We're talking about budgeting. We're talking about investing. We're talking about different ways for us to, you know, make money. You know what? She's the expert, right? (laughs) She's the expert. So I'm going to let her get into Matter of fact, tell us about you, about yourself, and how you came into becoming the Shmoney Coach. No doubt. So actually... I like to say the first money coach I had was my mom's. You mm. know, she, growing up a single parent household, she was. Shout out, mom. She had to really, you know, make it, make way, make do. Mm. And, you know, she told me how to grocery shop. She told me how to write a check. Mm. I had a, oh, I have to come closer. Is this good? Okay. Let me know. I'm kind of tall. Yeah, you could adjust it however you want to. this is better all right cool so like yeah like you know (laughs) like that just kind of translate into and i had a bank account from like second grade oh wow yeah like my school actually had like a savings fund type shit yeah so no so my school had like this program with wamu which was bought out by chase and we was able to bring in, like, you know, money, checks, whatever, in an envelope every, like, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, you know, every Tuesday I would come in with my little bit of checks. And then once that got cut off, I never did it again. So I never opened up that account again until I started working at my senior year of high school. Mm. So the money just kind of got lost in there, which mm-hmm. is actually quite interesting. Because um, that happens a lot more often than you think. But, you know, I would say, like, definitely my mom's is... A lot of the inspiration of what I'm doing now, mm-hmm. um, especially because I just don't think we should be normalizing poverty. Right. We should not be no, normalizing being broke anymore. A helling is hella ghetto. Adulting is hella ghetto. Like Yo. I'm done saying that sentence. Like it's my whole motto is like, how do we change that narrative mm-hmm. to saying that ain't hella ghetto? So. I feel like it's gonna be ghetto regardless if I got money or not, bro. I'm gonna be tight, <laughs> call, yeah. Because whether or not I'm financially stable and I'm paying my bills, I'm like, damn, I really gotta do this shit. I still feel like, like the it's, responsibility. Yeah, the responsibility so blows my regardless if I have the bread or not, bro. bro. I, I feel like if I have the bread, if it. I have the bread, I'm a little less going with the floor being an adult. I still don't like it that much. I'd rather go back to 
my my teen years. No, Even though the 20s is the time to thrive, but I still feel like it's ghetto just because hmm. I got to pay back white people. Well, <laughs> that's the problem yeah. with paying white people. Yeah. That's why I feel it's ghetto. Mm-hmm. My whole model is how do we pay us? Right. How do we really focus on that? Because, you know, I got forced into working into corporate America, and now I'm dealing with corporate America shit. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that. I don't like being felt like I'm a slave. I don't like being felt like I'm making money from one buffet. That's essentially who writes my checks, right? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, like, the shmoney culture is all about, like, how do we take First of all, let me define what money is. Like, obviously, we all know what that means in like right. our cultural context. But like for me, it's secret money, mm-hmm. the things that we wasn't taught in school, mm-hmm. like through education, through conversations, through community, and just normalizing that for us, especially as young black people, because we're coming into a time where <laughs> you don't got it together. It's real hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's really nice. hard. So, you know, I've been I started this during the pandemic because mm-hmm. once I saw people. Where, like, I don't know what to prioritize. I don't know what to do. I actually just was like, all right, let me just start doing a class. And mm-hmm. then I started from a class. Then I started taking on clients. Mm-hmm. You know, I to help my clients get out of debt. Nice. Um, help them save, help them get into apartments. Shout out to you, for real. No worries. Yeah. That's definitely. Yeah. 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 I want to ask you your opinion on uh, rent versus, like, mortgage. That's a beautiful question. Yeah. We're going to get into that. Okay, one. no problem. Um... But, you know, all in all, my goal for this is just to keep it real relevant to our generation because no one's talking specifically to, like, us as 20-something-year-olds, especially mm-hmm. black people. Right. Exactly. So I don't want no rich white person to teach me. I don't mm-hmm. want no someone who don't understand where we come from. You feel right. me? Like, we should be talking to us. Exactly. So that's what, that's what it is. And you know what I hear a lot? Grown well, not well, yeah. Growing up, well, as, ever since I turned like eighteen and I started like, I had my own job, started like making my own money. Mm-hmm. Everything that I heard was that you know, whenever it came to money, people always be like, oh, okay, no, I gotta go to like the Jews or I gotta go to like, Word. like you know, white people essentially. Word. Word. Like say like if you had a tax person, you gotta go. Yeah, they would rather go to someone white as opposed to. A black person. And I, I didn't like that stigma. I feel mm-hmm. like we are capable of everything that... Everybody else do. Exactly. And have more. Have no more. more. We have more experience. <laughs> so I, I, just, I just didn't... I, I always... I didn't like the fact that that was going around. Like, that was a mentality. Like, that was yeah. a narrative. Exactly. Yeah, like, like, we're not good with our money. The Jews and... Specifically, it's really specifically the Jews, the Jews right? though. Because, like, I see, like... um. Okay, so for example, right? Um, you guys s- s- notice how, like, in Crown Heights, heavily populated with like Jews, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, right. Um, when I was growing up, I lived in um, Crown Heights. Mm-hmm. My grandmother got into money situation with my uncle. They both owned the house, okay. mm-hmm. but my uncle wasn't living there. But my grandmother was living there. So they got into like a whole thing about money. Ended up selling the house. My grandmother didn't want to. My uncle was feeding for the money. And then the Jewish person came out of nowhere, took advantage of that, got the house for the low, right? Got got the like Damn. they really they really like sit and wait until like the right opportunity, mm-hmm. and like I feel like they uh, like it's just it's something about this white privilege that it, just, it, it just, doesn't sit right with me because I feel like us whenever like we don't have those opportunities, opportunities we don't have that privilege to yeah. just wait and just. 
just just sit yeah. and wait it out. We our we are more like urgent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So then, because we moving on survival. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Move on survival, paycheck to paycheck type shit. Exactly. Everything is mm-hmm. got to be quick mm-hmm. on your feet. Got to figure out the next paycheck. You, you don't have time to next think. Move. You just doing exactly. Man. So yeah. fast forward. I'm in Canarsie now. This is before my dad found out, well, my dad and my mom found a house. We was living out of um, an apartment in Canarsie, but it was like a, it wasn't like your traditional apartment. It was like a, you know, those um, three story, it was like this three story, it was like a three story apartment building, but it was side to side. So it was really like three stories here, three stories yeah, here, yeah, but it was yeah. like together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like that, right? Yeah. And it was a African guy. He owned it. And he wanted to sell it to my parents, but I guess my parents wasn't thinking that, like, mm-hmm. if I if I knew what I knew now, I would have told him to hop yeah. on that because yeah. that's a great investment. Oh, yeah. And he wasn't selling it to them for, OD. like, oh, I think it was probably about, like, 600000 maybe. What year are we talking? This was back in 20, what was this, 2015? So that's, like, 1.1 now. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure, like, the I don't know what, what the appreciation is on the, but it, it's, it's, it had to be, it's like, regardless, the how the, the property is going to appreciate. So it's yeah, like, exactly. plus you're getting passive income. Like, say you, say you, exactly. You have, what, two, so six, you have five other uh, apartments that you can rent out for mm-hmm. how however much you mm-hmm. need. That's just income, income coming in your pocket. Exactly. But my parents wasn't, they didn't have that mindset. They were just like, nah, I want a house, right? Yeah. But little did they know, you can use that to make your money. Grow your money for you. Make your money. You can literally exactly make your money to put towards the house. You can literally use that to pay for that and the house. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, again, Jewish guy came. (laughs) (laughs) Jewish guy came. (laughs) Bought that apartment, and then my dad. I I asked my dad. I said, "Whatever happened to um?" Because I asked him like. Before, I didn't know. So I was like, mm-hmm. I didn't know, like, you know, the, the right questions yeah, to ask and yeah. stuff like that. So a couple of years ago, I said, I asked my pops. I was like, yo, whatever happened to, like, um, that apartment? I knew that the owner wanted to sell it to us. Mm-hmm. But he was just like, uh, you know, I just I just wanted to get a house because, you know, your mom wanted a house. And we both wanted a house. I was trying to get a house for us to live in. I was tired of renting. I wanted to own. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. But, like, why didn't you just use that to mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying yeah get your get your money up so that you're not out here struggling sure. to pay a mortgage you know yeah I just I just wish that stuff that I knew now I just wish that people like us we were given the right tools the right uh mm-hmm. access you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying because even my parents wasn't even thinking about mm-hmm. stuff like that until like now they needed you know the right I mean? people in their corner Exactly. And not even just the right people. They needed to include you in those conversations. And that's what really, that's really how we're not able to build wealth because mm-hmm. we're not including our children early on. Right. White families include their children right. early Beginning. on. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> early right. on, exactly. you know what I mean? As soon as they pop up the wall, everyone gets a life yeah. insurance policy. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone has some sort of handle in the will. Somebody has some sort of ownership in the business that's been set up yeah exactly you know we don't deal with paperwork until we die and exactly. then then they gotta go through the courts yeah. and then you probably don't really even get what you're entitled to mm-hmm. so that's not an uncommon story yeah that's fucked up well, because like, well, ahead, well, no, no, ahead, like i know i heard stories like parents like putting like bills in like their kids name bro fucking up their credit from 
early. Mm-hmm. Like you just sharing shit is like, bro, like what are you doing? I just got my credit <laughs> up because um, oh. I mean, I did like it was me going to college. Yeah. With the loan, my parents yeah. put it in my name, mm. and like mm. I get, I, I, mean, I, get, I get it, it but like it's my education, point, like, but like shit. at the same time, like damn, like, could have given me that start. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I just started getting my credit back up. Mm-hmm. And to your point with like you know life insurance policy and stuff like that, the only reason why I have that now is because of my job. Like my oh, job, word? the benefit is the benefits. Like yeah. right? Those my job, the benefits. benefits. It has good benefits like four hundred one k. Like they literally match there. whatever I put mm-hmm. into my four hundred one k and stuff. I have life insurance and stuff like that. The only reason why I have it is because my, like exactly like yeah. before my job and the benefits wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Shit, yeah. you know what I'm saying. I, I think my mom just probably like last year. Um, thing with me with life insurance. Yeah. Up until last year, she had hers, and she, I guess, she was just like, you know what? Let me just put him as well. But as far as I don't think, I don't even know. I don't like you said. Parents don't really include you, so mm-hmm. a lot of times you be blind to stuff like this until you get older. But it's like, I think I'm up until what this this year. Mm-hmm. I'm still under my dad. Mm-hmm. Feel me? So it's like I still wouldn't even know. Like once it's up, once it's up and over, I still didn't, like they didn't have those conversations with me. So I still wouldn't even know. But then they look at you like you're in the wrong for not knowing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you should know these things. You're. Old. I'm like, well, for one, you don't talk about yeah. me. Where the fuck am I going to learn this? I it's not that interesting to me. So I'm not going to want to learn on my own, even mm-hmm. though it's like you should. But like, I don't want to. That's a lot of terminology that I don't even understand. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I don't got no one to help me understand, I'm definitely not going to care to know. Child and Like. like but I be seeing up. so many terminologies. I'm like, yo, what the f-? Uh, like the, pre- like the in percentages? Terms of like money, and yeah, like not not just. Well, I I started learning about that, but I'm talking about like you know teaching your kids about like life insurance or like like you said appreciation or oh, okay. generational wealth. Like okay. a lot of terms I didn't even know until my yeah. mom got this house. Okay, you feel me? She just she, we just she just started this generation. I mean this um, snowball this for process, gener- right? yeah, yeah for uh-huh. generational wealth. So yeah. every time she reminds me like this is your house ultimately. Yeah, so I'm like. I still don't even understand. I was there with her when she signed the papers. I'm like, yo, what are y'all talking about right now, bro? I don't understand a word. The thing is you adopt a new set of language, but you still don't have to talk it in the way that they teach it to you. See, you got to adopt in the way that you understand it. And that's what I try to do with, you know, us. Like, I don't try to be using these big, big words. Big That's all words. it was, like, bro. Yeah, it's yeah, too yeah. Much, My mom is I mean? that one. She knows all the big words. I'll be like, yo, <laughs> can you tell, tell me on the side, bro? Because I swear I don't know. She'd mm-hmm. be reading paperwork, papers, papers, papers. She's mad articulate. And that's why I respect my mom. She knows everything when it comes to money, percentages, names, numbers, words. I'd be like, yo. <laughs> you got to... You have to apprentice from her then. Yeah. Because that's, right. that's not even just a skill. That's a talent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From young, I noticed that. So I'm like... Sometimes I ask, but sometimes I really be trying. I, I don't like asking too much, so I'll be, like, trying to figure out on my own or, like, Google it after the fact, after the conversation, like, what this word Why means. Why you don't want to ask? I don't, that's just me. I don't like asking too much. I, f- I, get, I start to feel like I'm nagging or, like, ask. Even though Never, I... Bro. Not me. People need to leave yeah. that alone. No, I, don't, I ask <laughs> everything. I don't fuck everything. I don't know. I, I just... I don't like bothering people. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I ever feel like... I'm, even though my mom's going to say, like, oh, you're not bothering me. I'm glad you asked me these questions. I still feel like underlying is, like, okay, you asked me this last time. You asked me this again. You asked me this. I'm like, yeah, but I'm trying to understand. But once I keep asking, I start to feel like I'm annoying. So then I start to, like... You think that's just you in your own head? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Most likely. Well, not even most likely that is. Feel like, if someone makes you feel like you're asking them a question that's annoying to them, that's the wrong person to be learning from. Mm-hmm. Move on. Yeah. yeah. Move on. 
me, I can, I ask everything. Like I don't care. Like because me, the way I am, if I if I can't figure something out, right. it's gonna it's gonna blow my. Blow like, I can't go yeah. to sleep. I can't. Like, <laughs> oh, no, I'm that, I'm, no, no, I'm no that like, if, if I can't figure something out, I'm not. I can't, you can't do let anything. it go. Yeah, I can't yeah, let can't, it go. Yeah, so I, I know just that. have to keep asking questions until I understand. If I don't understand, it's a it's a problem. It's a problem. Well, I feel you. Uh, to the point I where like no, I, I, yeah, to the I point like with like, the NFT shit. That shit blows mine still to this day. <laughs> <nigga. laughs> Bro, well, I, I don't even understand what that meant. That definition you gave did not help near near shit, nigga. The I don't definition know what that is. it didn't help right? at all. But you see. This is where he Because right? <laughs> it's still annoying me. This the more I talk about in. NFTs, I'm now like, yo. We, uh, can, I, can, I, can I try to Give explain to and then you tell me if I'm wrong or not? Okay. Okay. <laughs> See, this is real And then learning. you break it down because I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what I think an NFT is, is basically something that I cannot touch. Touch, right? Mm-hmm. I can't. I not can't. Tangible. Right, exactly. Yeah. Just like crypto or whatever. But I feel like I think what an NFT is, I know like, you know, this it's part of the metaverse, correct? Like it this can be. it can be part okay. That just fucked me up. Because I thought I thought I thought no, I thought <laughs> Oh, think so what? Because I thought that I thought the NFT business, right, was just part of, you know, the world trying to Dive into yeah, uh, you know the whole bullshit. digital Everest, yeah. world thing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is what I think NFT is. Say he makes a drawing, painting, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And he makes it into this image, digital, di- this digital image, and there's a market for, I don't know, you know, whatever, like you know, you, you see all the monkey shits that people be mm-hmm. that, that uh, shit. What are they called? Uh, something apes. Right. I can't remember the name. So right say now. he has like something else. He sells it. Uh, somebody buys it for, I don't know, $1,000. And as they buy it, I guess the value of that increases maybe. Mm-hmm. But as they like, so as the person who he sells it to, as they sell it, he still gets a percentage of that. I think, and then it just goes on and on and on. That's just that's that's it for me. You're not you're not far off. Okay, not that didn't give me a definition Bro, at all. Like basically, like <laughs> you gave me an example. Uh-huh. You gave yeah, you gave yeah. an example. Like, I was like, like yeah, what the fuck? This? Like I know Whatever we can that sell. Means. Our, I know we. I know our podcast can be an NFT. Like mm-hmm. can it? I, yeah, like I know yes, our podcast can. episodes can be an NFT, and we can sell any kind of episode. intellectual property. Yeah. So what defines an intellectual. So like audio file, a graphic design, like mm. he had mentioned. Music now, videos. Music videos. So um, anything that is a meme. I a meme. A meme. Yeah, so memes, anything yeah. that c- pertains to being online. Ultimately. Yes. So essentially, think of an entity as a Pokemon card. Mm-hmm. So Pokemon cards are rare, right? So there's only one copy in the entire world. Anything other than that is a copycat. So you have you create an entity, which they call minting. You mint it on some sort of database or some sort of server. Yeah. Two of the most popular ones that you do are off of Ethereum or like Solana. Solana is a little cheaper than Ethereum. Ethereum's going through some bullshit and they're trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So I they call it like ETH or something like that. Ether. 
Well, okay. I think that's what the black folks call it, but it's okay. really Ethereum. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, and it's actually moving away from like what we know it to be to call Ethereum too. Mm-hmm. That's a different conversation for a different day. Okay. So essentially, you create this NFT, you put it on a server. Now it has some sort of market. So the way that people find these projects is actually on social media. So if it has to have a Twitter account, it has to have uh, Instagram. So it has to have some sort of clout, basically. Mm-hmm. So if it don't have clout, it's not a good NFT to buy. So you buy the NFT, you hold it. It increases in value. Once it increases in value, you can now sell it on the second market. So kind of thinking now what you're doing is like you're at an auction. Mm-hmm. So you're just buying and holding, buying and holding, buying and holding. And then you're like, all right, who I now want to give this up. It's not appreciated in value, kind of similar to the house. Now you're going to let it go. Mm-hmm. So that's how originally NFTs was working. Mm-hmm. Now how NFTs are working are based off of some sort of benefit. So now projects are coming out saying that if you buy these NFTs, you get put into our oh, community. Wow. Yeah, facts, facts. Now in this community, you get access to... These events, you get to um, have a say so on our company. You get to meet these particular celebrities, whatever it could be. It just depends on whatever the project is. Now, NFTs, how they're working in the metaverse, TX, see a point, um, Nike is actually creating NFT sneakers. So the same way that y'all be waiting for the releases to happen, mm-hmm. these releases are going to be happening as NFTs, and then you can 3D print them. So you'll be having the only real exact copy of that sneaker. Puma's also doing the same thing, but just some clothes. So that's how they're going to be getting people to purchase them in the metaverse. And there's different metaverses, right? I heard that. So Facebook is having their own metaverse. Um, there's this metaverse called Earth 2, which is kind of scary. I watched somebody buy virtual real estate. Nuts. I heard about that. I've Nuts. heard about that. Motherfuckers is really buying yeah. virtual real estate. I like heard that. Someone actually might have the virtual copy of your home in the metaverse right now. But I'm so confused because if it's meta, virtual, like, okay, if it's not tangible, where is this worth coming from to want to even like have the value that? Of it? Yeah, like, demand wha- and math. But, like, what can you do with it? I heard. I, can I ask a question? Of course. I heard. I heard that um, if you buy like properties such as that, that you might have a space on the internet. Like I heard, like you know how Google be having like plus like twenty three twenty three pages. Mm-hmm. You you might be on a slot of that twenty three page if you buy that. I'm not. Sure. That is. That depends on how that metaverse works, but that can be. Okay. That but, can be a possibility. So, yeah. But like us. But not, not. But my my question is like, if you can't like, what can they do with that? That's what we're still figuring out. Because the fact that we can't do any, well, for now, can't do anything with it, why? I mean, like you said, demand, but I'm still, it's so, conf- like, it, it blows my mind because, like, why would I want some, why would I want someone else's house in a metaverse and I can't even, like, you know. Well, think about it how social media is a metaverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we spend yeah. all of our time in there, right? So they're trying to figure out how can we get y'all to spend more time outside of this reality to make more money off of y'all. Mm-hmm. That's, is this to make more money? Or is it you? Mm-hmm. It's rich white men yeah, yeah, <laughs> leading this, this front, so we already know what they. Yeah, type I think of they just on. bored and had. That's what we're still figuring out. So, like, for you to like be in like crypto, NFT, Web three, Meta, you 
kind of got to think outside of your brain right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, how I'm even able to explain this, I've I lost a little bit of my sanity because, like, hmm. I'm like real rap. Like, mm-hmm. this is not normal. Yeah, so, for yeah. you to even understand it, you're like not really in this realm anymore. Um, and that's kind of scary, but that's why I think black people got to really adopt it earlier on than later on. Because if you adopt yeah, it later on. on, you're going to be a consumer. You're going to have less say so. But if you early adopt and you just learn a little bit, you can understand and you can know how to make moves. You feel me? Like, do I really want to be in the metaverse? No. But I'm going to invest in NVIDIA because mm-hmm. <laughs> NVIDIA is making money off of teaming up with Oracle, Microsoft, Facebook, and Google because they make in the metaverse. So I know what they're doing. I got to make those plays, make those plays to make money in my investment account. Mm-hmm. So that's how I'm invested in the metaverse without me having to be in the metaverse, if that makes sense. I want to ask you a question. How, well, actually, all of you guys. Because um, you, you, before we started uh, recording, you said that you wanted to have a conversation about different ways, about basically about money, about how women... Mm-hmm. Uh, handle their money, how men handle their money. Mm-hmm. And you said usually when the conversation leads to men, it's more about investing, mm-hmm. right? I want to know what other conversations you have with the, because you said your audience is mostly women. I want to know what conversations you have with your audience that you notice the difference between them and like, say, a guy, any any man that you have spoken to about money and theirs is heavily in like, investments what other things do you put your money into Mm -hmm. so that's a good question recently i've been talking a lot about credit um not just on how to fix your credit but how to leverage credit like i've i'm i don't pay for flights no more Mm -hmm. we're not doing that it's ghetto i'm not doing that no more Mm -hmm. because i have a credit card that allows me to not have to pay for flights anymore so a lot of what i've been talking about with my audience is how do you Get a credit card that matches your lifestyle so that you can actually travel, that you can actually get a little that. bit of extra when you go to the grocery store, that you get a little bit of extra when you, you know, you do your Uber Eats or you do your you So, go like, out a for credit dining. card from the company itself? Like, a JetBlue yes. card? No. Shit? It oh. can be. So, there's ty- different types of credit cards, right? Mm-hmm. So, I have an American Express Gold card. Um, that's not branded to any airline. But I get for I get a little bit more if I go to groceries and a little bit more if I go to dining. Like the points and stuff. I get the right. points, right. And okay. a little bit more if I book flights. Mm-hmm. I could take those points and I could buy flights at Delta. I can buy flights at JetBlue. Mm-hmm. I can book nights at Marriott. I can it's book right. nights at Hilton. Mm-hmm. It's whoever they partner with, feel me? So like rewards and shit. Yes. Yeah, okay. So that's a lot of what I've been talking about with my audience because a lot of us do want to travel, but a lot of us don't want to pay those travel prices. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you can make a little bit of money, spending money, mm-hmm. and you get it, you feel me, mm-hmm. it goes forward yeah. to you, this mm-hmm. is the secret money I'll be talking about. Mm-hmm. So I actually have a lot of conversations with that with women. A lot of the men conversations, not men, but like when I'm talking to like men about credit cards, they're like, nah, I'm not fucking with credit cards. And I'm like, what you mean not I'm with trying to credit fuck card? Yeah, I, got I have card a credit card. I'm too. I use it, but yeah. I, 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 my credit card so stupid. Mm-hmm. Nah, she's right, because some of the guys really? I heard that don't fuck with credit cards. So not fucking with credit cards. Right? Yeah, they, and cash yeah, is. Really bro, but yeah, cash like now. Nah. Yeah, that's old ways of thinking. Because my, my mom ain't want me to have a credit card just because of responsibility-wise. 
even though I kind of proved to her that I'm not that responsible. <laughs> <laughs> you have money on your credit card. <laughs> So but, credit card is not free money. No, yeah, it's, it's not, not. It's not, not free money. And I and I was like, you know what, bro? What fucked me up is that I was so responsible. I was mad responsible. I was actually proud of myself how responsible I was. It wasn't until them niggas said, "Oh, word, you responsible." Here is six thousand dollars. six thousand dollars since you so you're our best customer right now. You are so responsible. We're proud of you, six of bands, nigga. I was like, yo, my birthday is around the corner, nigga. That is six of And then I dragged it, bro, and I could not get my ass back up off the floor since then, bro. Crazy, like, um, I had a Chase credit card. And, like, every time I put money, I'll pay that shit automatically. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, though. Like, bro, I'd buy it back and chase my credit card. I'm like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> that shit right there. And they try, to, they, up, they try to up it, but, like, I didn't want to I didn't want to up it, my shit. Uh-huh. My shit was, like, do. a thousand. And I just left it at that. Cause I don't use it no more. Mm-hmm. That's so crazy. But you, you do want to increase it because that helps you with your credit score. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I heard, the more I, available credit you got, oh, the true. more it increases your score. Because 65% of your score is how much make payments on time mm-hmm. and how much available credit you got. So just is 65%. The other, mm, but you really want to pay attention yeah. to those two. So uh, can I ask you a question about how I'm using my credit card? Of course. All right. So <laughs> I use my credit card because <laughs> whenever I, I always pay before the, which is good. Okay. Cause I want to, cause I know like people, sometimes they do the, Statement balance. They just do the statement balance, and then every month they just pay that. Me, if I'm using my credit card, I pay everything off, off yeah, before then. The, yeah. mm-hmm. So I wanted to know. I, I just wanted to clarify that I'm, because I thought that the point of the credit card was to have them basically front you the money. Mm-hmm. So I, I was I was thinking like maybe I'm not. It's counterproductive for me paying everything off instantly. I pay everything off every time I get paid. Okay. And make sure that I'm staying within my my utilization. Because mm-hmm. the thing is that by the time, all right, like let's say I'm happy you set the statement balance. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say your statement balance comes on the 28th, right? Mm-hmm. That's when your credit card company reports to the bureaus you have this amount left over. So, or you have this amount to pay. So if you're not reducing that down, your credit utilization is going to be high. And if it's high, that impacts your credit score. So you actually want to pay down your balance as much as possible before that statement comes out. So that it, you feel me, like it actually looks good on your report. Okay. And also, too, you know, to your point about um, your (laughs) $6,000 increase, you should never have more money on your credit card then you got in your bank account yeah, that's, that's that means why, you that's don't have no money that's why I'm gonna up my shit I'm like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this man but they did it automatically I ain't have like a say that's fine they could uh-huh. do that you could either request it or you could do it automatically yeah I yeah, had they, to request it nah they did bro they was like Capital you been so good bro cause I was on my shit what credit card you was using Capital One Bro, because I've been because I've been with Capital. I think before Capital One was ING. My mom had ING when I was young as a savings account from when mm-hmm. I was a kid, and then she was like, ING is no more. So I think it's either it might be Capital One or it might have been TD. I don't know. I don't know who bought ING, but whoever they are is what I have now. Mm-hmm. So that way, I was always I was a long time mm-hmm. customer in their eyes, I guess. So they was like, yeah, approve me for a credit card the same day. 
or the next day. Um, and then I, I started off with like maybe a, maybe a, it was fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. I started off with fifteen hundred. Then I went up to three thousand, and then I went up to five. Then I went up to five fifty. Yeah, they was automatically increasing. Yeah, they just automatically, bro. And when, yeah, bro, bro when, I always I had never, to request it because yeah. I Man. never requested it. I was always on time with my payments. I was I always know. making sure I paid it, and then they just say, "All right, here's three thousand. Here's fifty five hundred." Yeah, I'm like, cards is like every six, every, if every six months your payments on time, they just give you an increase. Yeah, bro, mm-hmm. and they I, also base it off your spending behavior. Yeah, yeah, and I wasn't dragging it. I mean, yeah, I wasn't dragging it. My birthday. For my birthday, it I just couldn't catch myself back. Is really what all it was. Because yeah. if 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 I didn't really drag it for my birthday, I would have been fine. Mm. I would have been OD fine. Probably would have went up to eight, nigga. I don't know. <laughs> and also too, there's two types of credit cards. So we're all talking about what's called revolve cards. So that means you're able to carry a balance over at a cost of interest, right? Mm-hmm. So if you pay off your balance by that date, you don't pay interest. But if you don't, then you have to pay interest. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a charge card. So that means I don't have, like, a limit. Mm-hmm. I could just spend whatever. But you got to pay that motherfucker back. Right, right, <laughs> or right, you right. get late fees and you get defaulted. Mm-hmm. In so, full. Yes, in full. Okay. Yeah, so that's a big that's a big Elmo card. Mm-hmm. So unless you <laughs> don't feel like you have that kind of responsibility, don't do it. But those are the better kind of cards, unfortunately. Okay. Can anyone qualify, or do you? Are there certain requirements? Of course, like you know, I would say for like, and I can only speak for American Express because mm-hmm. that's just I can speak for Chase too. Like Chase has, I think it's called Sapphire Reserve. Sapphire Reserve. Yeah. That's like a, a yeah, that's like a seven twenty card. It's like a seven twenty card. That's the thing too. My shit went down after I dragged it because my shit was I was. I had great credit actually. My shit was at like seven thirty six. Mm-hmm. At seven thirty six or like seven, almost seven forty. And then as soon as I dragged it and I like couldn't, I didn't. I don't even think I missed a payment though. But it's just the fact that the interest now is just everything that I pay. The it interest makes the utilization me, go up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's really what it is. But what you can do? Are you still in that situation? Yeah. Now? What you can do is how I got a credit card debt was. Um, balance transfers. So a balance transfer is when you open up a new card or you might actually have a credit card that allows you to transfer a balance to that card at a particular fee and you'll get zero interest for a particular amount of months. Mm. So when I got a credit card that I had two cards, I had Bank of America, which is Basura, Mm -hmm. and Capital One. So I transferred... My balance on my Bank of America card was higher. So I paid off my capital one, like, full. Because that was, like, a little bit of chump change. Mm-hmm. I transferred that from Bank of America to my capital one. And then I had zero interest, I think, for 12 months. So I just divvied up the balance, divided by six, because I wanted it done before then. Yeah. And I automated that payment. So I ain't had to pay no interest. So I saved about $5,000 doing that loan. Mm-hmm. Wow. You gonna have to repeat that process to me. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you. I definitely heard you. Did I understand you? Probably not. Basically, look to see if your if any company has balance transfer cards. Okay. And you transfer it over for a fee and then pay it off 
during that promo period. Okay. Don't go to month 13 and you mm-hmm. still paying the motherfucker yeah, yeah. because mm-hmm. then what was the point of paying yeah, the PWA? Yeah, yeah. So now my question, right? Because you know how your credit score. So there's a credit score. There's Experian. There's all this, there's this, there's this all this shit, right? <laughs> Where am I supposed to be looking at so that I like that you got your Experian, your FICA, your whatever the fuck, right? Mm-hmm. Where should I be looking at to be like, okay, this is around the area where my credit is, so that I know where I'm like where I'm at, where I'm headed. Yeah. So you got three. I don't want to call them bureaus because bureaus mean federal, and they're not federal. The three reporting companies are Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. They all have their individual scores. So you technically got to look at all three to mm-hmm. get an estimate. Um, Experian is going to be the lowest. Okay. So that's like your truest, truest one because most companies are going to be pulling information from Experian. I don't know why they big dog like that, but they are. Mm-hmm. Credit Karma, don't know. Weird. Credit Karma is just like... It's a different score. So, like, the three bureaus, excuse me, the three reporting companies give you a FICA 8 score. It's just a little bit of math that they do, and they give you that score or your, the range of your three scores. Credit Karma does what's called a Vantage score. I don't really know what the difference is, to be very honest, but none of the lenders use it. So, if the lenders don't use it, you don't need to right. be using it. That's the way you want to think about it. Right. So, now... What I've been doing, right? I just been using my credit card, paying it off, using it, paying it off. Is that the most efficient way to raise my credit score? Mm. <laughs> be saying it's so much different. Yeah, I'm, I'm, has me, I'm trying to. I'm trying to have top tier credit because I heard I have shit. I'm trying to do. I so. heard. I heard. Um, I don't know if this is true, but I heard that there's a time where they check, a time period where they check that you should pay, should pay it, it. Mm-hmm. so that way it looks like some big words, but it looks like um. I guess you're doing the right thing. That's the time period that they look, and then that helps increase it because you did it in that time frame, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, so I'm going to answer both of y'all questions. Um, always make on-time payments. That's a non-negotiable, right? Mm-hmm. But also, if you're keeping your utilization down, mm-hmm. that's to your point. So you will definitely want to pay it before they report it out to one of the companies. So if your statement balance, like I said, is on the 28th, Pay off as much as your balance before the 28th because then that is going to the, the three of the bureaus or mm-hmm. three of the companies. Um, also, increasing your credit limit. So, I'm sorry, love. You won't have to increase your credit limit. So, um, so you're saying like one. pay every, like say it's still, so mine's like the 19th. So, every, in between the 19th to another 19th, I should pay like each week? You should really pay every time you get paid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that keeps your balance low. So, then you, have mm-hmm. to, you don't have to be tracking dates. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. It, that's sense. too much. Um, yeah, keeping up your, keeping up your, um, your credit limit and applying the new credit cards, but don't apply the new credit cards every six months. Okay. Oh yeah. Every yeah. My year mom told me that one. Better. Yeah. My mom told me that one. Cause I, no, I, I was just going to say, I was about to get another, I was about to, I was going to get a JetBlue card, but so do you, do you think I should wait for that American Express? Who <laughs> 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 do you have right now? Right now I just got Capital One. I, both of my cars are crappy. Yeah. Which ones do you have? The uh, silver? Uh, yeah. The Quicksilver? Quicksilver. How long have you had it? About, Word, I'm looking at about six months. Six months, mm-hmm. okay. I got and platinum. what about the other one? The other one, that one, about a year and a half. A year and a half. So 
Yeah. On the other one, this is a this is another. Um, <laughs> you, what you can do is ask your company if they could if they have any eligible upgrades for you. Mm-hmm. Now, an upgrade is when you don't have to apply for a new card, but they give you a new card and they keep all your account information the same. So it's a good way for you to get a better card right. if you've been a customer with them for some time. Mm-hmm. Um, to your question, should you wait? I think like there's levels, right? right? So exactly. it really depends on what your credit score is for you to even get approved in the mm-hmm. first place, but also why you want that card. Because it's yeah. not just about like, oh, I just want this card because it's American Express. Okay, but how are you going to use it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like for me, I buy groceries. I like to eat out, and I'll be buying flights. Mm-hmm. So whatever car is going to give me that, that's the car that I want. You feel what I mean? So it doesn't have to just be American Express. I'm actually going in the process of getting a Chase card mm-hmm. um, very, very soon because I use my Capital One card for, to pay my bills, and I pay it off in full. Okay. So I'm still getting points on my bills. Mm-hmm. And then I you use get my... bills? That's why we're here. Yeah. Now, hold on. <laughs> 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 this is why we, I pay my um my phone bill. No, yeah, I pay my phone bill, my light bill. No, my light bill I have to pay. Um, I can't pay that on my credit card. My Wi-Fi, my therapy. Mm-hmm. What else? My rent I pay in cash. So I have about like three or four bills I pay on my no. I pay on my card. I got a question about that because I had um I had purchased a bed set. Mm-hmm. I took out a credit card. Like they had like I'll show you the financing. Yeah, I just did like with a credit card, and I did that on my. I had something from Dental Work. I did it on the. I forgot what shit called, but I did it on all credit cards. But I see like all them shits really like either it bring down your score mm-hmm. or it ups to OD. Mm-hmm. Like if I had missed a payment, I check my oh you're done up. Yeah, bro. I was like, God. Yeah, <laughs> was a couple times I was like, fuck. Because, <laughs> bro, that's what I'm saying. Credit is so, so crazy. Like, bro, it's so sensitive. A good way to, you know, keep yourself on time with payments, two ways, like I said. Do it every time you get paid. You make that part of, like, your payday routine. Yeah. Or just do automatic payments. Automatic payments. I used to do that, but then. I, I shouldn't be because I be having the money in my account. Mm-hmm. I just like I just hate that shit. Whenever I see, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just hate that shit. I just hate the unexpected. Like I wake up, I'm expecting to have this much, and then, and then yeah, the auto pages hit me. I be like, damn, at the wrong like, time too. Like, at the, like, at the like, wrongest time, nigga. <laughs> you be like, I bet I got the shit for yeah. the for the B and B, bro. Yeah. <laughs> the auto payment, damn, bro. You gonna have to give me another week. So that's one of my philosophies is automations. So I I created this thing called the money system. So you use. Like, you know, your payroll deductions to set up your budgeting, right? Mm -hmm. So for myself, I have a savings account connected to my payroll. I got two check-ins accounts. And then I have, wait, I have my savings account, my Mm -hmm. bills account, my personal account, my business account, all connected to my payroll. Okay. The amounts just go in automatically. On my bills account, I got auto pay set up on that. So I don't have, I've mm. never paid a bill physically right. since January 2020. Okay. Wow. So I don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's nice. all done for me. Um, you know, it goes into my business account. That's my investments. I'm automatically saving 
So the only thing I really got to manage is my personal account. Right. So automations is really the way you want to go because they have these tech features for us. Use them to your advantage. Mm-hmm. And it's a really stressless way of trying to manage your money and budget, right? right? Because if you limit how much money is going to your personal account, you can't get booked. Right. You can only spend what's there. Right. So you'll always have money for your bills. Mm-hmm. And you'll always have money for savings. Because you got to pay them shit. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So exactly. You, exactly. you got to pay them shit. Bro. So you might, yeah, I get you. Yeah. yeah. So separating your finances out and automating it is really, it's a lit way. My clients really do like it. Like once I teach it to them, they like, nah, like you just like saved me. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's one of the things I'm actually including in my book because I feel like people need to learn that one. So if someone wants to be your client, where can they find you at? I close my services. Oh, tough. <laughs> I was about to jump on that. Like, Yo, Mia, what's up? I need. I close my services because I'm transitioning from one to one to one to many. So mm-hmm. like I'm working on the book oh, okay. and the book is going to allow people to purchase it, but also get access to any classes for free that I host. So I can't be having new clientele coming in while I'm also, you know, doing things like this. I'm also doing speaking engagements. Um, I'm working on something that I can't speak on um, that will be dropping in the summertime. So, like, my time has become a lot more. Right. Feel me? So I still have my clients, but, mm-hmm. like, those are just my clients that mm-hmm. will just keep their progress going. But I don't onboard right now. Mm. So, if, so say someone's listening to this and they just wanted to – maybe get some insight from you or pick your brain a little bit, would they be able to maybe not be your client, but would they be able to use you as like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. Like you could talk to me on like the shmoney coach at Mm -hmm. Instagram, Twitter. Like I still keep myself available. Um, I do have office hours that don't really work as well as I'd wanted to yet, but I think it's just because I need to be consistent. Um, but yeah, people can still like contact me. Like I'm not like I didn't just be like take myself out <laughs> yeah, of the yeah, 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 yeah. mix. But um, I just had to transition my business because this is becoming bigger than just helping one person here or there. Mm-hmm. This is like nah, this is kind of much more of a movement. Okay, and you said it's at the Shmoney Coach on Instagram on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Do you have a TikTok? I do have a TikTok, but <laughs> I've been using. <laughs> I'm not as. I'm growing on that one. That one okay. I just be using like more for like my economic justice rants. Okay. Because people just be bugging on that yeah. app. But I use my Instagram, my Twitter a lot more for education. Okay, cool. I think if you, I think you should tune into that. To that the ticket yeah, I think yeah, you yeah, should because I, re- yeah, I, I really up. think like yeah. that would get you. OD. Yes. Okay. I, I'm gonna I, take that in. I no, really, no. I because we, so we've been on Instagram, we've been on Twitter for. Two years. <laughs> <laughs> we've been on Instagram. We've been on Twitter for two years, right? That has a few hundred followers. Mm-hmm. We made our TikTok two weeks ago. We about to reach fifteen hundred followers. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like if you put, I, I really, I really, because that's what people go to yeah. TikTok for yeah. information. information. So yeah. I really feel like if you tune in and you give people the keys on the TikTok, mm-hmm. I. I'm I, take I, a, I highly suggest it. Yeah. I listen yeah, to it. It's, it's, it's something about TikTok that seems a little bit more freeing. Like like Instagram and Twitter is more like I don't want to say structured, but it's like if you don't if you don't follow the right people, if the right people don't follow you, you're not getting your stuff to a certain audience. Mm. And then if you oh, don't yeah, have TikTok the audience, really push it. Yeah, if you TikTok, don't even have an audience, bro, it's like 
the it's way quiet for you on the way eyes. TikTok's algorithm works is they push your whatever you're trying to do, they push that to a specific mm-hmm. audience. audience. TikTok yeah. has mm-hmm. an amazing algorithm. Every yeah, amazing algorithm. There's literally any everything. type everything on TikTok. Like yeah. they, every niche, anything. every so they no hobby. Yeah, it is dangerous, but still they, they push it to the person like the uh community that is I think that's what um cookies do sometimes too. I think Ooh. that you know, like when websites be like, Oh, oh do you oh, accept cookies. cookies? Right, right, right. I think the cookies correct me if I'm wrong, I like I said, but I think the cookies, like say if you go on like say if you go on a flight website and you accept the cookies, like JetBlue and you accept their cookies. I think the information that um the information that JetBlue I guess gets or sees that you're this is the type of thing that you're doing or like looking for they push it to other mm. media platforms mm-hmm. so that we could get that that's how like say if you go Google you know uh, Jordans and then next you know you go on Instagram you see yeah. Mad Jordans yeah. that same Jordan that you look for I think it's the cookies that you accept they push it to other information platforms so that way. They can reach you there as well, so that's that's how they, I guess that's how they get their consumers. Mm-hmm. So they keep pushing you that same thing that you like. Now you dead like I'm seeing it more, so it's like okay, that's the reason. Yeah. Can I spin your top on that one? Go ahead. So that's how it used to work. Until oh, it don't work like that no more. That's no, tough. because Apple just came out with that yeah. iOS update mm-hmm. um, where it asks you like, do you want this? Do you app want to? to? Track yeah, you? yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, and no, because of that, that may mock. Zuckerberg, um, Facebook lose like ten mil mm-hmm. over it, and he's he's in a hole right now. He has to figure that one out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't. I think TikTok's algorithm is underdeveloped. I think that's why it works so well. Mm-hmm. It's not so structured. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To your point, um, I think what you're saying works still well on like if you're on the laptop. Oh, okay. But not on the, on the phones, phones yeah. anymore. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, 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 so yeah. a lot of companies are trying to figure that one out because it impacts a lot of like ad revenue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have no data on me, mm-hmm. you can't target me. And if exactly. you can't target me, I can't impulse buy. If I can't impulse buy, I can't make no money for I think right. Google also, just now remember, I think Google did, did something about that too where their search bar is now encrypted so that your yes. information is not being leaked to any type of, you know, cons- uh, um, corporations. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's it's all um you know it's all the billionaires beefing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so okay, so I wanted to get because I had asked you about your um opinion on rent versus <laughs> ownership, right? And me, I've been having this um, I've been really pushing toward like because this is why I want to build my credit mm-hmm. because I want to have um that passive income, like I want rental properties and stuff like that. Like I know people, you know, they, you know, they, they could buy a sign off on a house and they, they, people flip houses. Me, I'm not interested in flipping the houses more as keeping them and renting them out. Mm -hmm. So a person like me, wouldn't their first instinct wouldn't be to rent. Right. But some people, they like that. uh, They want to rent because like, it's less like stress on on them. Like Mm -hmm. they don't got to worry about like, like if, like if my butt right exactly like if my boiler fuck up I gotta be the one to fix that like yeah. they want to they want to be able to yeah. just rent live and do what they go. gotta do right <laughs> they exactly they don't want to worry about maintenance none of yeah. that right so what is your um opinion on renting versus um you know mortgages or buying or whatever yeah so I think at our young old age everyone should rent right now because you don't even know where you want to be at 
So if you don't really know where you want to be at, it's no reason for you to get into a big financial Commitment. situation right. like that. Mm-hmm. Some of us ain't even committing to relationships. You want right. to commit to a house. Right, 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 right. Figure that one out first, right? And then secondly, too, to your point, renting, you don't need as much capital, right? Like, you need the security deposit, you need the rent, mm-hmm. but you don't need an additional fund for when shit goes bad, exactly. right? Because when emergencies happen in your finances, it's never a good thing. Like, it's never yeah, a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... You need the emergency on the emergency mm-hmm. when you living in the home. Absolutely. And another thing, too, going back to your point about responsibility, some of us aren't ready for that mentally. Mm-hmm. So if you're not ready for it, no. Don't do it just because you see people talking about it on Instagram, people talking about it on, you know, the TikTok, whatever. Like, fuck those people. They're mm-hmm. not true. You know exactly. what I mean? So I feel like it's really much – I don't really have a strong opinion because it's so personal. Right. Right. For myself, you know, a year ago, I really, I did want to get into real estate, and I was looking for rental properties right there in, um, in Riverside. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get these white people's money. <laughs> um, yeah. But it took some, I'm not mentally ready yet to really have to deal with not being, because I don't want to be a landlord, right? I just want to collect the checks. Mm-hmm. So I would buy, not buy, I would get the property management. I would get the right people in place to do everything for me to make it as passive for myself. But then I was like, mm, I don't really know how I'm going to be able to deal with that while I'm also still working full-time and building a business at the same time. Mm-hmm. So it just depends on what's priority to you, right? But I do think, though, to your point, and this is where I, I laugh because if you're trying to buy a home in New York, you're bugging. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, like, you're bugging. At all. Like, you sh- we should actually be having conversations on how do I buy a building, Right? How do we how do we own the block? Mm-hmm. Like I call it buy black the block because yeah, exactly. it's really Jewish people who own seventy percent of the real estate in New York, yep. and then we all fighting for the other thirty. Exactly, that doesn't make sense. So, I want us to start to adopt a more communitive way of investing. Yeah. Um. So I'm taking time now. What I'm doing offline. I haven't even talked about this really yet with um, anyone outside of my circle. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called crowdfunding. So, like, essentially, it's kind of like fundraising, mm-hmm. but you're doing it with like properties or businesses. Mm-hmm. So, if a a building is like 1.5, right, million. Sorry, I speak in like numbers because mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. that's all I do at work. Mm-hmm. Um, if something's 1.5, right, you got 1.5. You got 1.5. But a thousand people got 1.5. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like if a thousand people can put up money for this 1.5, now the whole community owns this one building. Now the rental money in that building gets distributed like dividends in a way. Yep. So it's like now you rent and repeat in, in your actual community. Build that up. Now we can get another property. And you just start putting pieces on the Monopoly board. That makes sense. But we can't get there yet. Unless we're financially healthy. Because mm-hmm. if I'm in poverty, what the fuck are you talking to exactly. about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. What are you saying to me right now? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's why we. That's why I'm like really focused on like how do we increase our financial health mm-hmm. before we even have that kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. Because someone who is just coming out of college, got to pay student loans, still trying to figure out how to move out their moms and their pops crib, is not trying to hear about... 1.5 mil, you're trying to put me, help me, mm-hmm. make me exactly. put up on a building. What are you saying to me right now? Exactly. It's not relevant. So 
But those will come soon. Yeah. We and, have time. And sometimes some of the people who are in a position to do that, they stay here like, like you said, other like they they don't want. I, I don't know what it is about yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I don't I don't I don't want to be Jay Z. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know why people don't like they hear it and they be like, nah, I don't want other people in on my, my shit. shit. Like, like I I want it for myself. It, like yeah. I don't I don't know where that came from. Uh, but I don't. White man. I was gonna say that comes from the obsession of white men. Yeah. Like whiteness. Pe- yeah, yeah. People they chase that, and it's like I don't think that's the right, well. Not I don't think it's not the right way to go about like go about living. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel like people who like they chase like this exclusivity, they chase like this power and stuff like that. It's like it's hurting us because like you can use that opportunity to like build other people, other people up. You know what I'm saying? And like I really feel like there's really room for everybody to eat. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like. You don't have to be selfish in your ways, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying. Everybody want to eat by themselves, and I, I really, I don't, I, that's yeah, the, I just, that's the Viking way, bro. Yeah, yeah. Ain't gonna lie, yeah. So. yeah. Look at Forex. That's how it was. It's kind of like Forex. If you remember, like you couldn't, you had to pay the membership to mm-hmm. be a part of the chats where the actual the good signals was. Mm-hmm. You had to make sure you had like the three people under you to get into the better chat, and it's like the that's thing with crazy. Forex. Like, But the, the thing about Forex, right, I really feel like you see the people who are recruiting, I feel like they really went about it the wrong way. Yeah, like, they made people, th- like, so if they were recruiting somebody, right, the recruit, the recruitee? <laughs> <laughs> so the recruitee is like, okay, this nigga just wants bread and then, you know what I'm saying, he just wants my money, he wants me to pay this membership fee, mm-hmm. whatever, every month, and then that's it. But really what it is is just the the it's really the foreign exchange market, like you making money in the foreign exchange market. It's not so much the the, the, recruiting, the recruiting thing. Like yeah. it, people made it about the recruiting thing, like yeah, and okay. how they make money mm-hmm. off the people they recruit, mm-hmm. instead of focusing on the actual mm-hmm. foreign exchange market. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's money. Like you can make. Like my boy, oh, shout out to my boy Calvin. I went to elementary, uh, middle school with him. Mm-hmm. He does forex. He doesn't do the whole. Well, I mean, he recruits and stuff like that, but he. Literally, That's trades yeah, he yeah, trades yeah, yeah. he trades foreign currency, currency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and he quit like he doesn't work like he. That is his work. That's his work right there. Like he doesn't work no nine to five. He wakes up thousand make, makes his thousand. Maybe he makes a thousand dollars today. Maybe he makes five hundred today. Maybe he loses a hundred today. But he he works on his own time, mm-hmm. and he he took his time to master that market instead mm-hmm. of making it about. The yeah. recruiting and shit like that. You know? Because yeah. people didn't know how to trade. Exactly. So they were just making money off the residuals. Yeah. And then it was like this stigma, not stigma, but it was like you try to they try to recruit the popping people because the popping people know people and the, the people yeah, who know yeah, people yeah. know people. So if you could get that one, then you like you good money because they're gonna put somebody else on and mm-hmm. that's gonna put you up more uh, on top of everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was like. It was like a it, it was like a race kind of like. It's, it turned into a race, like, oh, I I need to get this person, so this person to that person. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. bro, you're making this a popularity contest. Like, and I felt like it was annoying. You know how many times I felt like, I was like, yo, I'm, I'm really blowing up this man's phone. Bro, it, it is annoying. It is annoying. I was like, nah, I can't do this no more. Like, I, if I do Forex again, it's just strictly for me to learn. Mm-hmm. Not strictly for me to recruit people. I felt like I, like I lost a few friendships over it. Like, I was like, just like, yo, bro, are you? 
said you was going to eat me down. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just like that. And I was like, I can't. Like, nah, I just, I, even I felt like, I was like, yo, I'm really OD. Yeah. 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 They sell it. Oh, everybody going to become millionaires. Like, And then the thing, too, with the ones that was, that was trying to recruit, they were like, down you if you wasn't with it. Like, they were... You're not trying to make money? You're not trying to make money? Yeah. Oh, you're not trying to make money, bro? Are you oh, dumb? Are you stupid? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Bro, you like, you're dragging yeah. your name through the mud yes. just because you ain't want to get with them. They be like, oh, that's why you you going to stay broke. Yeah. Like, you need to change this way of thinking. I'm and like, this, I'm like, bro. Even even in the chat, they was like, they was like, oh, if, you, if you're not active, like, basically active with what you had to do with people under you. If you mm-hmm. get that, you was active. Mm-hmm. We're removing you from the chat. Why? I already paid. Oh, that's ridiculous! I already paid two fifty a month for mm-hmm. the classes. Why Wait, am I being removed? It was a monthly fee. It was a monthly fee. Oh, they was getting y'all. That's never, what I'm saying. They was the, getting y'all. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that monthly fee is to have the access to like the, the classes, the classes, so that you can learn the uh, the, the trading shit and yeah. get you know own personal signals from people who think okay, like maybe this is gonna raise or. Mm-hmm. Fall like the price of it, like maybe euro is gonna go up or down. No, or whatever. I think that the monthly fee was just to use to learn, the, just to like, learn, to learn, yeah, to oh. learn and have the access to what you can do in forex. Like, mm. like um, I know there's uh, there's free sites. I can't remember them off the top of my head, but I remember there was like they they had their own like basically like system how they used to do the forex trading, just like you know how we use Robinhood, same thing, like right, that. right, right, like right, something like that. They had mm. it was. But, but, but yeah. If you if you was if you didn't pay the two fifty, you got kicked out the chat. If you didn't have three the three people, you got kicked out the better chat. Like it was like mad stuff that you had to do, and it was like it was too much. Mm. And I was broke, so I was like, yeah, yeah, nah, that's too much, man. Bro, od. All right, so I got a last question for you. <laughs> this is for us. We wanna we wanna we wanna be able to. So we wanna be able to make money doing this right mm-hmm. and i know you know for a way for us to like monetize this podcast right for sure what way can we go about doing that first you need a media kit mm-hmm. so a media kit is going to be basically a portfolio of mm-hmm. your statistics how many listens do you have how many subscribers do you have how many um what is your like niche of topics that you cover mm-hmm. um who are your audiences what do they like do they like to travel do they like sports do they like food you know you need to do a little bit more research on who your audience is because that's essentially what you want to sell to brands so that's one way you could do it right Mm -hmm. because once you start pitching to brands whether that be through hey we want you to sponsor this podcast um you could put the ad in the beginning of this podcast the middle the end whatever um they're going to want to know how are they going to be able to make some money off mm-hmm. of your podcast. Right. So they need to know who your audience is, right? So that's one we can go about it with brand, with brand sponsorships. Mm-hmm. Another way could be through affiliate links, right? So let's say, you know, I'm trying to think of one specific to come. I'm sure most of your audience are men. Mm-hmm. Um, are they? What? No, it's like, no. Well, it depends on like the, yeah, it's like yeah. yeah. happening. But I, I think, think it depends on the platform. Half, it needs to be a little bit more genderless. Mm. Okay. Right. You wouldn't want to do a sponsorship with lashes. Yeah. It's right. Going right, to segue right, right. too much to the females, mm. unless mm. it was an episode specific to females, For that. right? Yeah. Right. 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 So let, let me actually take that that example. So if it was an episode specific to like let's say relationships, right, mm-hmm. and like you know treating your woman out, right, mm-hmm. you might say, hey, 
for everyone who clicks the link in my bio or in our notes because something that our guest said is that men like women who wear lashes. Buy your girl or your girl can buy these lashes and we'll get 20% commission for everyone who clicks his links and buys something. So that's another kind of like partnership that you could do. Like a discount code for them. It can be a discount code. Okay. It doesn't have to be a discount oh, okay. code. Okay. I, I usually, when I see like content creators, they're like, oh, use my code, so, 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 so you can mm-hmm. get this amount of money off and then it helps this and whatever. Yeah. That's like, that's just like different ways you could personalize affiliate links. Okay. Um, But that's when you're pitching to brands, right? Because no brand's going to come to you in the beginning. Like, okay. that's just what it is, right? right? So, brand sponsorships, affiliate links. Another way that you can go about this is the syndication of ads. So there's actually this podcast that does this really, really well. It's called The Social Proof. I think yeah, you should look at his model. Um, is Dave. I can't remember his the last social name. Social Proof? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's based in Atlanta. Um, he does a really good job of, like, podcasting. Mm-hmm. And he does this in a way where he has, like, some sort of server. I can't remember the name of it right now. But they do ads in the beginning. They do ads in the middle and ads at the end. Mm-hmm. And depending on the placement of the ads, depends on how much money you're going to get paid. Because the beginning is like most people are yeah. listening to that mm-hmm. part. Right, right, right. Even in the middle, some people might sign off at the end, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So if you do it the ad way, there's like a marketplace for you to be able to like pick which ads you want yeah. to be running on your black platform or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that goes to what you want the ethos of your podcast to be about. Do you want it to be brands that you actually care about um, and go about it in that way? Or you just, I don't really care and we can go to ads route. I do. How do y'all? How are y'all distributing it? Uh, we uh, anchor. Anchor. So anchor actually has. I don't know why I know this. <laughs> <laughs> anchor has um their own sponsorship. Mm-hmm. So you can you can start from there. So if you're like, hey, if you someone who likes the pod, who likes to hear podcasts, and you ready to start your own podcast, anchor is the X, Y, and Z. Ah, 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 whatever. This is not sponsored by them. Okay. <laughs> um, <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you know if you're interested, click the link in our bio to get started today. Mm-hmm. That's that's like a perfect way that you could start. But I would say really start with that media kit um, because that's going to be your bread and butter of how you're going to start pitching the brands. Okay. And just start getting a list of brands you want to reach out to, you know, their emails, their DMs, and whatever, mm-hmm. um, and go about it that way. Like you got to proactively put right. right. time into that because that takes time and research. Okay. Appreciate it. Thank you. Of is course. It, is there anything that you want to say? Anything that you want to? Anything that you want to promote? Anything that you got going on that you want to? Yeah. For people to tune into. A few things. Okay. Um, first thing Blow is yours. take care of your mental. Invest in your mental. Like, mm. I'm sorry, recreational drugs is not going to do it. Mm. I stopped smoking and drinking because that money I was using could have been meant towards my mental health therapy. Mm-hmm. So that's what I invest my my actual vices into now. That. You don't drink at all? <laughs> Brunch. Damn. Got a little glass of wine, a little red wine. Discipline. That's, that's really nice. Um, Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that took some time. Is there another way to do that? <laughs> <laughs> So I'll just say, like, you know, as young people, definitely invest in your mental because we're going through a lot, especially during COVID. A lot of us are suffering from, like, COVID depression. So definitely take invest in your mental. 
Secondly, I want us to say, you know, I am working on a book. Um, I'll be a published author. Let's hope, fingers crossed, next mm-hmm. month for hey. Financial Literacy Month. Yeah. Um, the book is called Young, Gifted, and Black Wish Money. It's mm-hmm. everything that young black and brown people need to be able to, you know, transition healthily into the young adulthood. So I'm really excited for that. It's going to cover budgeting, investing, specifically retirement and savings, um, savings, debt, credit. Like, we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of that one. So I'm really excited for that one. Um, people can follow me on the Shmoney Coach on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. I'm going to put it up socials okay i appreciate that um i do a lot of freebies as well so i could definitely give you a link to like one of the freebies i'm doing right now is that people can actually download a chapter for the book right now um it's that one's all about budgeting because i feel like people really need to get that one together so what's really cool about the book is that it's not just going to be a book it'll come with like tools Mm -hmm. as well so like you'll have like a savings tool a budgeting tool a debt tool Mm -hmm. so it's going to be like very much interactive and like i mentioned like because I really don't want to move away from teaching, I'm still doing classes. So for those who actually buy the book, you'll be able to get access to all of my classes throughout the calendar year. So the first class I'm actually going to host is about budgeting and student loans because that's going to be around the time that Joe Byron figures out (laughs) (laughs) he's going to extend these loans or Uh not. A second class I'm going to actually do is how to help people get rent-stabilized apartments. Um, cause I live in a rent stabilized apartment and I figured out, I cracked the code on that one. And yeah. I'm only teaching native New Yorkers. So unless you have a high school diploma in the state of New York, um, you can come. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, no transplants. No transplants. <laughs> I'm not teaching. No, we don't teach gentrifiers. Mm-hmm. Technically I'm a gentrifier, but that's a different conversation for a different day. You um, black though, so you get a pass. But gentrification is not color. Nah, no, uh, for real? Yeah, no, it's not. It has all to do with economics. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see Once that. I graduated and I moved from low income to middle income and I went to Harlem, mm-hmm. technically I'm a gentrifier. True. Okay. But I'm also a native New Yorker, so yeah. I don't really jack that. But it is kind of like, it's kinda, a real thing. But, yeah. but if I went to D.C., then I'd be a complete right. gentrifier. Like, you know how people are like migrating to like Georgia, oh. migrating yeah, to like yeah, Florida. Gentrifying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's Wait, a hard one. Did this is off topic? Did we did we did I don't know if we did. Remember you was asking about the difference with men and women. Did we really even get into that too? Do too deep? Kind of. We talked about it from the credit perspective. Okay. Yeah, credit. All right. We could have went into investing. Could have went into budgeting. Okay. Yeah. Depending on how long y'all want this one to be. Yeah, we could actually. We're gonna have you back. Oh. If you would like to come back, okay, yeah, we're gonna definitely. <laughs> we're gonna have you back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really, I really wanna, I really wanna that, stress yeah. that because we, we, we gotta get our money up. Yeah, not our funny up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, right. <laughs> <laughs> get your money up, not your funny up. Yeah, that I know. should be a part of your thing. Well, no, that's not. That's not. It's ours. not ours. <laughs> that's not. Oh, that's not. That we stole that from. Uh, I don't know what's his name. I, I don't know some dude that went viral, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, that doesn't mean you can't. Yeah. You can use it as your mantra. It doesn't mean you have to be your tagline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I think that was all that I needed to say on that one. Okay. You know, just the way that I think about this is that if I know, we know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I expect the same. So yeah. if y'all know, then we all should know. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't look up to Jay-Z when mm-hmm. it comes to this. Mm-hmm. Because 
<laughs> he's he like a figurehead type. Like he's not like, in a figurehead. He's just he is a black man who's obsessed with whiteness. I could see where you. I could definitely see why you say that and how you would say that to be honest. Everybody does. Like, see, everybody listens to Jay Z. Yeah, that's I, funny. A lot, I, a lot of black men will always do. He did this, yeah, year, but yeah, not yeah. really. Yeah, not really. When you really get into it. I'm Not sure really. he does one-off things or whatever. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, oh, I ain't yeah. going to completely shit on him. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, he, he made sure his family's good. Yeah. So, you know, the, he, I can't take that away from him. But when it comes to, like, community. Yeah. That's why I'm looking at like Master yeah. P. Master P is what people who which people from really should really like, looking like at Master yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. I never understood, like, why the people was like, yo, like, that whole dinner with Jay-Z or what, what was it? Dinner with, with Jay Z or like twenty five hundred dollars. Like, come on, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nigga said you, you gonna be tight when nigga Jay Z told you you should have took the money. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't tell you nothing else. <laughs> like that's a liability for you to no, know what real. he knows. Like, like he can't take that, that money, learn how to flip it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, and five hundred is really not a lot yeah. when you really think about it in the grand scheme of it. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> 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 nah, because I was like, nigga, I don't, if yeah, I touch five hundred thousand, it can, go. It can go, go like that. But it can, yeah, like unless you have again the literacy to know how to really yeah, flip it, tumble it, reverse it, mm-hmm. that can go really quick. You can be NC Hammond very soon. Yeah, uh, yeah. Now I just raised my eyebrows because I know a lot of us ain't even you know see that. So I was like, it was more in the perspective of like shit to me. Seeing nigga. it physically. I used to work in a bank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like millions of dollars physically. Yeah. Really put in perspective and be like, yo, this shit is nothing. Yeah. Like seeing it physically in my hand mm-hmm. and counting it. It's like, yo, this shit is really. Because you've seen like. I've seen like almost like $4.5 million in my, in, in my face though. Yeah. And I have to count that shit. Mm-hmm. And counting it, it's like, yo, I'm like, damn. But seeing it like stacked up in the bundle. Yeah, yeah. I've seen $10, like, $10 out, bro. Oh, you <laughs> can lose that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Two crazy. seconds. Two seconds. Yeah. But, you know, I hope us as young and black brown people, we can just get it together. Mm-hmm. And then we can just start talking to each other about these things. Because mm-hmm. if we don't talk, there's no community without conversation. Right. So, I'm happy y'all doing this. Yeah. I got hope for our generation. I feel like our generation is really breaking a lot of, you know, generational stigmas in a sense. Where, like, we're, so. we're, we're, I feel like we're... Not, I, I know that we also all fall into bad habits, mm-hmm. but I feel like a lot of us, a good chunk of us, are very conscious, mm-hmm. or at least trying to be conscious. At least I, I, I give credit to the effort. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't know much so about the you execution. Know, execution of the effort, but as, as far as that, <laughs> as far as the effort, we're very conscious of knowing that this isn't the right way. So at yeah. least, we're, and we're also very still young, still very young. So it's like. It's never too late for them to use those, you know, that cognitive thinking of like, okay, this is a, this is not the way I should go, and this, is, I'm not going the way how my parents went. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely going. I feel like things are going to shift from us. Yeah, I have, a, I don't know, something in my gut just feels like as soon we hit our thirties, as soon as we get into places of power, this generation starts to get in office, and if we get to be, um, have that, you know, opportunity to get in office or any type of, you know, standpoint of not power, but a voice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we're definitely gonna shake a lot of things in this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. You know, shaking the room. Like, yeah. I think what I will poke a hole in what you said. You said if we get to, who's asking? 
Mm. No, 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 yeah, yeah. I, we definitely mm. need to stop doing that too. <laughs> Who's I, asking? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no. demanding. No, yeah, where, where, where? Yeah. Her. No one's asking. I'm not asking. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with us. And this was actually going to rattle me up a little bit. Mm-hmm. We've been asking for too long. Too long, yeah. I'm done talking. Yeah, we need We're yeah. just doing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> We're just straight doing. Yeah. And you got to do it with the right people. Yeah, exactly. You got to shift the from. mindset of being hopeful mm-hmm. and have a more mindset of it will. Yes. It is. You think it's Harry going was to. asking? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. We need to stop being like, oh, I'm hopeful exactly. or I wish or I, I, I want it to. Like, no, we need to, we're going to make it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a matter of when, yeah. not if. Let me ask you a question. I know I know we kind of going over. Mm-hmm. But this is something that's been, Fun. like, big on the social media lately, especially at the podcasting. Mm-hmm. How do y'all feel dating women that has, just as much or more money. You know what's mad you. funny? My like, god sister literally just asked me to talk about that no, like two days ago. Like this is it a was big a post. conversation. It was then a post. My it was, cousin asked me that too. Bro, said, like, literally, bro, my god sister literally, bro, Jamela, if you're seeing this, I got you, girl. <laughs> bro, she literally cause she sent a post where I think I still got it, where it was that bozo nigga. Mm-hmm. He was like how, oh, once you reach a certain status financially, you're undesirable yes. to men. You already made, like, women be like, okay, I did all I need to do with my school. I did everything I need to do with my money. Now I just need a man. And it's like, and then niggas is like, oh, well, we're not even looking for you now at this point. And I was like, who the fuck? She asked me, she was like, I want y'all to talk about this. I'm like, true words? Between me, Monty, and Kabai, we're not going to talk about this for long because we already know that the nigga's a dickhead. Mm -hmm. So it's like, we already have a, a cognitive understanding, like, this nigga's talking pure bullshit. Because if my girl got money together, she's financially stable, she is Fine, nigga. The fuck are you talking about? She is past Rihanna, nigga. The fuck are you talking about? Pregnant. The fuck, nigga. I we are. Like, I feel like I feel like the problem would be gonna go down in the situ- in that situation is if the woman doesn't help you get to her financial mm. gains. Like if she if she doesn't help if she don't put you in a position if y'all are in a relationship and she doesn't help you put you in a position where y'all both can make the same amount of money. That's where my issue is. I don't care if she makes a lot uh, more money than me. I have no problem with that. It's just, it's, I would like, if, if you really care about me, you would, you know, help me get me, get, get mm-hmm. me to that level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why I feel I like. I feel indifferent on that, bro. Me too. Okay. Yeah, me a little too. bit. It's not your mother. Like, you know, like, I feel like, saying how she got it, like, okay, she, you met her, right? Yeah. You met her like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so she had to do what she had to do. Like, yeah, she gave you some tips, but she, it's not her job to help you. Bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel. Okay. I could be that's wrong. It's not her job to be like, oh, let me help you get to this. If he wants to do that, that's fine. But mm-hmm. you shouldn't be like, oh, why you not helping me? Because it's just like, bro. Because she got it. You feel me? Like, she got it the, the way she got it. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe somebody didn't. Maybe, maybe somebody helped her out. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe she got it on her own. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what Nia did to. I don't know Nia's journey, right? Facts. But say Nia ends up with somebody. It's not Nia's responsibility to bring whoever she ends up with, it's not on her to make yeah. sure he is on her level. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Or, well, I'm not. I don't mean to assume sexuality's in there. But. Oh. <laughs> right, we're talking heterosexual yeah, yeah. Yeah. relation. Yeah. Because like, speaking on your point, but I understand why you say what you're saying, but speaking on that, it's like, it's not her responsibility. She, you shouldn't be looking for her to do it. If she does it out of her own, yeah. for me, her own connections yeah. and be like, okay, we're in a partnership. So this is what I'm going to 
offer to you. This is how I did it. You can follow these steps. You don't have to, but this is how I got here. So you shouldn't look as it as like, oh, you're my girlfriend. So you have you should be doing this oh, for me. Nah, I, would, I probably mean? would even bring it up. I would now, just feel some type of way in, inside of me. Like you feel me? Now, I'd just be like, okay, mm. but who's supposed to initiate that? Yeah, See, that's what I'm saying. I I wouldn't know. But I think I, you should be yeah. the one. Yeah. Right, but like if it, if it, it, right because you want to learn. Like, I'm always, I always want to learn. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's from my partner. I don't care if it's from somebody oh, younger than me. I don't care if it. I don't care. I'm always, mm-hmm. I always want to learn. Right. So if I'm with my partner mm-hmm. and she is in this, she's she just has more money than me. She just knows how to budget her money better. Like she's just better with Excuse money me. than me. Mm-hmm. And I want to, and I aspire to be like her. I'm going to ask her. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try to learn from her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, to That's answer your question, I have no problem with my woman making. <laughs> yeah, I, have no, I, I have no problem. I think the problem is Not like one. the ego, the ego of men. Yeah, that's the that's ego of men. The, pa- the patriarchy that they want to uphold in their own, you know, that benefits them in the sense where they're like, okay, if this is the patriarchy, you should be this, and I should be the head. You're this person, and it, it, it it's like it emasculates them in a sense, and they don't want that. As as long as I can still like treat her mm-hmm. and like do things for her and bring value, like, yeah, bring value to the relationship to her. As long as I, if I can't even treat her right, I'm not, I'm not treat her right, but like do things financially for her, where it's like, oh, she needs this for me. If I can't do that, then I have a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not hers, me, right? Like as, if lo- she- as long as I can do things for her without like, damn, if I do this, I'm gonna be broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I shouldn't be dating her. Yeah. That's what I'm right, saying. Right, right, right. That, I don't have problems. Bro, no problems I, yeah. at all. I, I think Put me in the motherfucking kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> put me in the kitchen, nigga. Shit. Put an apron on me. Call me Betty, nigga. I am mopping the crib. <laughs> By the time you get home, nigga. You see, the how, you, you, see how, you see how you say that? Yeah. It's kind of it's funny because it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't. I know. You like put me in that kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's that's, the, the, that's the, the, insinuating the, the, the fact that that's her role yeah, initially. Not, it shouldn't be like this. Should be like, all right, what's she doing? Is she doing it? And I'm doing me for me. Yeah. You know that whole saying like the man is supposed to protect, provide. Mm-hmm. I. It's it's actually a myth. Okay, let me not say this. Not a myth. I'm bugging out. But this this generation, this this whole thing, mm-hmm. men are not the house. Women are the household leaders now. Men are not the head of the household anymore. And I feel like I feel like in the we, they need, there needs to be a better definition of that. Mm. Head of the household? Yeah. Oh. The head of the household. Because it's like when you hear head of the household, it, it's like one. it's like the macho, yeah, yeah the yeah. boss. The, yeah, the boss, the two. one who <laughs> sets the rules. Like, bro, if you're the head of the household, you could just be in charge of, you know, things that's being maintained. Maybe you're the more organized one, so you're the head of this part, like it's not, it's not a it set be equally one. Like, yeah. We both like, are that we both can be, or like, even if you are, because you're more responsible, it shouldn't put me at a sense of thinking that I'm yeah, lesser than nah, you. That's fact, that's fact. Feel me? Like it should be more of a conversation of, okay, if this is what you want to part- be prioritizing, mm-hmm. this is my specialty. So it's not a, you're above me. I'm lesser than you. It's more of like, this is what you do. This is what I do. And this is what we both do to make this a whole yeah, make it you know make it coherent, makes it you know cohesive. I mean, yeah. So, what do you think causes that division between how y'all think and how the dickhead thinks? Because I feel like there's like really, I don't know. Like it, it's 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 saddening. Mm-hmm. That it is. That's 
that's what the consensus is so that we even ha- having this conversation right now. Yeah. Because to be honest, most black women are going to be making more money. Mm-hmm. Especially in this day and age. That's what we're going through right now. You know what I mean? Like, and if and y'all have a problem God, that's with okay. it. That's weird. I don't know. Like, thing, that's what I can really say. My thing is, why is why why is that why is that a problem? If your woman makes double, triple your salary, like right? I said, it's a like Kabbalah said, it's an ego thing. Like I said, I feel like it. They feel like it emasculates them because there's a stigma. Trauma. At least in my eyes, there's a stigma where if the man is not making enough money to provide for his woman's needs, he's not a man. He's not a man, right? So we have to change the definition of, of what a man's capability yeah, is. My, yeah, exactly. My class right now, my gender and social studies class, like bro, like they put that, they implement those, uh, those like t- terminologies and shit, mm-hmm. like masculine, feminine mm-hmm. to divide mm-hmm. and conquer. Mm-hmm. Basically, like especially with black men. Yeah. Like if a black man can't like do something, yeah, gonna make him feel and inferior. Also, I also can't. Yeah. I also don't want to. Even though those niggas are dickheads, but there are also women who uphold that same stigma. Of course. Exactly. So I feel like they want to cater to... It's like the men try to cater to those women's mentalities. The ones that say... It's like they're... I don't know if they want to say they attract those or they think that those are... All all, all women think that way, Mm -hmm. in a sense. So it's like they feel like all... Since all women like nice things, they feel like all women are just like... They, they crave the money, so if the man is not making that money, then they're not getting those type of women. And it's like, mm-hmm. bro, there's so many women that don't even care about the money aspect. They're making their money. I guarantee you they will spend their money on you. Yeah. So it's why is there a, a conflict of you thinking like, oh, I don't make enough money, so now... Sh-. It's like there, it's like it's a perception of being undesirable if you don't make the same or more. I get that. I guess for me, I don't really care if you make more or less money than me. I care more about how you want to build wealth. You know, right now where I come in, I come in with 60K in wealth. Are you ready to get that? And you don't have to be making my salary, right? Mm -hmm. But you have to have the mind frame to want to build wealth. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want to build wealth, we can't talk. Because not everybody's in the same positions. Not not everybody's in the same predicament. You're in a better off predicament. If my girl's in a better off position... Because of how hard she worked to get there, and I just need to grind and be on my shit to get there. Ultimately, mm-hmm. it's like, why do you like, bro? Just be happy for, her. just be happy, just be happy for the black women that are thriving with their bread, I bro. Love it. I I'm love so it. happy I, I, that you guys are getting y'all shit, like, bro. That's make that's a bar. That's yeah. a, a bar. Uh, you set a bar. Why are you mad that they're setting the bar? Reach that bar so y'all both are, you know, uh, uh. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 I get you. Like, yeah, like that. Like, I, yeah. Well, it's 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 almost as if like it's it's this competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To like yeah. where men want to be better, and it's like, do you value? Do you really value women as equal? Exactly. No, that's that's the real problem. Do you really them. value them as equal, or do you see them? Because some people be like, oh, you know, I value you, but then when it comes to the money situation, it's different. Yeah. It's a different story, different you know what story. I'm saying? So are you truthful in yourself to say, like, yo, okay, I, I genuinely value you as an equal human being, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's that's a question that yeah. you got to answer. It's a conversation for you know both. Saying? It's a conversation for men to value women, and it's a conversation for some, not like some women to not degrade the man 
for if he doesn't make enough. Mm, so it's a two way street. Yeah, it's a two way street because it's both both are leading to the same conflict. The women who make more and feel like the it ones who are patriarchy though. Yeah, it like is. It, you yeah, know what I'm no, so I'm just saying it's, it's the not men entirely who, the women's fault. No, 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 I'm not. I'm just saying that we have to have the conversation on both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a blame for one or the mm-hmm. other. Obviously, the niggas need to change their mindset of not feeling like they're enough for the women who make more. Mm-hmm. But it's the same. It's the select few women who feel like if they're making too much money, then the man who doesn't is now not on their inferior. Yeah. yeah. For me, they talk. They start to talk down. They start. That's when the ego comes in. Yeah. So they both have an ego in different res- in respective mm-hmm. thoughts processes. But it's like one is degrading and one is like, oh, you're like it, one is looking down, one is looking up. But they're both degrading each other in a yeah. sense. Yeah, I got you. I want to ask one more question. You see how you're saying uh, you got to grind harder and stuff like that. To, I wanted to ask how y'all feel about this, like. This all work no sleep. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I hate that. I hate that. Hate that. What I mean by no grind is just make sure you're do, you're working hard. In no, your I, I know what you were saying. I yeah. know exactly. But what the people who want to be like, oh, no sleep. Oh, the niggas who be like, oh, um, I don't sleep. When you sleeping, I'm making money. Yeah, I'm, I'm working. Bro, I don't go to work. sleep, bro. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to work. Go to sleep, my nigga. I don't want to work. For me, like the field I'm in right now, like do not. I'm in social work. Trying to do social, I want to be a social worker because I want to help people. Yeah, but I really don't want to like work. <laughs> yeah, I help people because I want to. But uh, other yeah. than that, it's like I don't mm-hmm. really care about this shit. Yeah, so it's like it's yeah. work smarter, not harder. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like actually, I like how I work at work. They be like, "How are you like able to like log off early, log off late, log on late?" Because I figured out how to do this shit smarter. Mm-hmm. I'm not eight yeah, hours. You're, you're, you're crazy. crazy. My work day is Sorry. like four, five hours Same. max. Same. And that's good. Same. Nigga, what? Like, get there at eight o'clock, leave by two. In my job, I, I mean, mean, I just get paid to just do nothing else. <laughs> In so my that's day. even better. I commend you. That's the life that, you know, people live for. I mean, dream for. In my job, I'm in sales, right? They want you to work a 10 hour. They want you to work 10 hours a day. They want you to do 50 hours a week, right? So that you can hit a certain amount of. Quota. Exactly. I'd be like, no. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, <laughs> doesn't make no sense. So what I do, I work smarter. I sell the, basically, okay, so the way I'm, the way it is, right, I sell the most expensive shit, mm-hmm. but I also incorporate the, you know, the, the middle people, me. they, they just they 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 do it within how the job, the job wants them to no, do it. I don't, yeah, I don't, no, I don't, yeah, I yeah. I, I don't do find ten hours loopholes. exactly. I don't do ten hours. I do. I start my I start early. Mm-hmm. I get out early. I start at four. I finish. At, y'all, y'all see what time I be? You know, mm-hmm. I be getting off at like nine, ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not working no ten hours and doing sales the way y'all. No, I'm I'm making my bill. I'm selling it. Mm-hmm. The way I want to sell it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not about to fuck because they want you to yeah. stay at work yeah. all day. To make you feel like you working for your money or you earn your exactly. money. Exactly. No. Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, nah, nah, oh. nah, 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 nah. Even in how y'all do this podcast, y'all could do it a little smarter. Um, y'all ever heard of like batch, like batching y'all content? Nope. So I'm going to give you an example. Mm-hmm. So let's say y'all have an entire calendar of ideas y'all want to do for the month, right? Mm-hmm. You just dedicate one week. Where you batch out all your interviews, you batch out all your editing, mm-hmm. you schedule it, 
for the rest of the month not doing anything. Right. But other than just promoting it. And mm-hmm. then you rinse and repeat the next month. So that gives you, it feels mad, like, overwhelming because it's like, oh, my God. But you just have to figure out, like, a flow. Right. Feel me? So, like, once you get to your flow, you can just know how to adjust. Mm-hmm. And then you might start making it in a way where it's, like, you don't have to be editing the videos no more. Mm-hmm. Now you pay for an editor. Right. Now that takes time off of you so that you can start doing what? Like I said, finding the brand deals. Mm-hmm. That's really what's going to, that's really want to spend most of money. your time. You yeah. want to spend your time creating them. Mm-hmm. Creating the episodes and getting someone who's going to monetize episodes. Mm-hmm. That's really how people make this work. Mm-hmm. So, like, content batching, great. But it takes discipline. Right. And it takes, you know, being on time, setting deadlines, communication, organization, all that. So, yeah. something to consider. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, I'm definitely going to look into that. Like I said, I'm always... I'm always I'm always willing to learn. Like, I have no problem yeah. learning. So, you saying that we could, yeah, I'm definitely yeah, willing to learn. Yeah, that's that's how I'm like, 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 better motherfucker yeah. do this shit? Like, like, better than this nigga? Yeah. <laughs> 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 There's YouTube videos, you know. Mm-hmm. You could just look and see how people batch their podcast episodes and just start from there. See what works for y'all, adopt it, and mm-hmm. then tweak it along the way. Thank you. I promise y'all, y'all get a lot more time back. All right. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Um, thank you for coming. Thank you for podcast. having me. Yeah. This is fun. Uh, this uh, we we have a um soon to be published author in our midst. You know what I'm saying? We are speaking that into existence. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. No more hopefulies. <laughs> I mean, uh, shout out to Dorian, our engineer. Woo. Um, fuck you. Any th- <laughs> 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 if you if you if you're watching this on the YouTube, leave a like, uh, comment. Um, if you listen, exactly. If you're listening to this on Apple, Spotify, leave a star review. Push us through that algorithm. Follow, follow us on all socials at Not For Nothing Pod. Uh, Nia, you want to say your socials again one more time? Yes, people? you can follow Shmoney Coach on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We'll be getting on and popping, getting to it, and we're gonna get to this money. Yep. All right. Um, until next week, we gonna holla at y'all. Peace. Peace. My body different. VBS shot it. Different dollars. Shit, me nigga. Yeah. Check. Okay, 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 okay.